Employees at Frito-Lay are being forced to work what they call suicide shifts. And one worker has died on the production line. What's next for workers at the iconic snack company? Every day, workers across the globe are rising up to defend their humanity and fight for their dignity on the job. In a time of both record poverty and record profiteering, the billionaire bosses have created the very circumstances for workers to lose their fear and demand everything that they deserve. As the class struggle advances, the stories of workers are front and center here. This is On the Picket Line, and I'm your host, Monica Cruz. And I don't know if you heard the story where an employee died at Frito-Lay on another shift. And uh, the employees moved his body over to the side and to keep running. This is mind-altering to some employees at the plant. This is hurtful that the plant watches this company demand money so bad that they will watch an employee who died push his body to the side and continue running not bring somebody in and say, hey, listen, I know that you moved his body over there. I need you to go see somebody. I know this had to do something to your psyche. This is the things that we're seeing. These are things that our union has said for years. This behavior is just totally out of control. You just heard Mark McCarter, a palletizer and shop steward who's been working at the Frito-Lay facility in Topeka, Kansas for 37 years. He described just one harrowing example of what workers have experienced at the plant, one of the many reasons why 80% of the workforce have been on strike for almost two weeks. Workers have spoken out about being forced to work 12-hour shifts seven days a week as the company has experienced a dramatic increase in demand and staff shortages. The strikers are members of the Bakery, Confectionery, Tobacco Workers, and Grain Millers International Union, or the BCTGM, Local 218, and voted 353 to 30 to approve the strike last month. These employees make, package, and ship household name snack brands like Lay's Potato Chips, Doritos, Tostitos, Cheetos, and more. The Topeka facility is one of the largest of Frito-Lay's 30 manufacturing centers in the U.S., with a total of 850 workers. Important to note here that Kansas is a right-to-work state, and most Frito-Lay facilities are not unionized. Frito-Lay is a subsidiary of PepsiCo and one of its most lucrative divisions. Last year, the company was responsible for over half of PepsiCo's operating profits, which totaled $18.2 billion in revenue. Production tends to fluctuate during the year, with busier seasons around the winter holidays, before the Super Bowl, and during the summer. Throughout the pandemic, production didn't stop once. In fact, it grew tremendously as demand for Frito-Lay snacks increased, with millions of Americans working from home and purchasing snacks in record numbers. During the height of COVID infections and deaths, workers were given an extra $20 a day, but that only lasted a few weeks. With production accelerating and staff shortages rampant, workers say that forced overtime has become a common occurrence throughout the facility. The worst of which is what workers call the suicide shift, 
When management asks a worker to stay four hours on top of their eight-hour shift, then forces them to show up four hours early before the next shift, leaving them only eight hours off between shifts. Mark McCarter talked about how workers are physically exhausted and mentally drained from working up to 80 hours a week and not being able to rest or spend time with their loved ones. He said this exhaustion and desperation is nothing new and described what he has witnessed in his 37 years at the facility. I know of at least five people, okay, that went home and shot themselves or hung themselves in a bar, okay, that killed themselves. It's not in the community. It's not in the papers, okay? It's not for that. But to be a union official, or a union steward, okay, that rests with you, okay? When somebody goes home and kills themselves and you have been telling the company, stop, stop this whole destruction of children, this whole destruction of wives and husbands, stop it immediately. That guy went home and went into his barn and he hung himself. That guy killed himself. This is not something that the, the union is making up. You know it's a fact. I know it's a fact. Let's stop this. Let's stop this wholesale selling of wives and children and everything. And let's stop people from killing themselves. Let's stop people from doing that. Let's tell them you have a wife and kids and we wholeheartedly, both the union and the company, support that. I mean, it's horrible. It's horrible. And it becomes worse and worse every day. You just heard Mark McCarter, a palletizer and shop steward who's been working at the Frito-Lay facility in Topeka, Kansas, for 37 years. Last week, workers voted to reject the latest contract offer from the company, which included a 2% wage increase and 60-hour-a-week cap on the amount of hours a worker can be forced to work. Mark McCarter explained why this was not enough for the workers. The, the company saying, well, we fixed your problems. No, you didn't. You deleted them a little bit from 84 hours to 60 hours, but you're still saying, hey, we're going to force you for 60 versus 84, and that's not working. You are destroying families. You are destroying marriages. You are doing things that is inappropriate and bad. You are hiring people and putting people in harm's way. He went on to describe how Frito-Lay attempted to sow division within the union and its membership when it publicly announced that the union leadership said they supported the proposed contract and then the membership voted it down. That's not they're not telling the community the whole truth. And they're they forgot something, too, is they're telling the community, hey, your union endorsed this contract. Okay, there have been many times I have personally endorsed a contract. I've done six of them over the years. Okay, I was a chief union steward. I was a business rep, uh, what they consider the boss. Okay, and I've done and I've endorsed something. But when I went back to my membership, they would say, no, no, we're voting. Just because I endorse something, okay, doesn't mean that it's I endorsed it for every brother and sister out there. It goes to the membership and I can endorse it or I can say, hey, it's a piece of trash. Okay, and I wouldn't touch it with a 10 foot pole. That is my opinion. Okay, but the membership, the brothers and the sisters come together and they vote.
And to make matters worse, workers have accused management of psychological warfare on the picket line. They say that management has been sending buses supposedly full of replacement workers to and from the facility and an off-site parking lot. Uh, one of the things that's just crazy, it's just, it's just nuts, is we had a film crew go up to Forbes Field, which is where the buses are parked and we're busing people in, or we're busing in what we call air. And what we did was we took a camera crew out there and they filmed a bus, okay, that had just left the plant, okay? They had a crew down there in front of the plant and a crew out there. And when they left the plant, we looked in the windows because when you turn into Frito-Lay or you come out, the sun hits the side of the bus and you can see how many people were in there. Okay, so we watched as that person left there were two people on the bus when it left Frito-Lay. It went out to Forbes and we filmed them getting off and getting into their cars. We watched nobody get back on the bus and they drove that same bus back to Frito-Lay empty. We are standing across the street from Frito now. It is deception and it is lies. They are, it is deception against the community. It is telling the community, oh, we're busting everybody and everybody and their mother wants to work, okay? We, we're doing fine. Why, while there's nobody on the bus. But on a brighter note, there's been an incredible amount of solidarity from the Topeka community. Some local restaurants have stopped serving Frito-Lay subsidiary products like Pepsi. A local magazine is coordinating a fund to help strikers pay their water bills. Shop steward Mark McCarter went on to describe this community's support. This community has looked at brothers and sisters out on the picket line and said, what are we doing? How can we help you? I mean, we have a stock tank up there on the picket line that probably has 500 cases of water. Okay, yesterday we had a company here in town, Banjo's Cafe, that brought by 50 uh, biscuits and gravy. We have a bar down here, Victorious, that uh, brought in 100 tacos from the line. This is overwhelming. This is, uh, it makes me emotional. Uh, to see such support and such love from the community. And we are as diverse as you can be. I mean, we have every color on the line. It is beautiful to watch God's children come together the way he wants us to be. And the way he says, hey, love each other, cherish each other, and treat each other with love and respect. That is some of the most emotional thing. Uh, that I have ever seen in my life. And it is overwhelming sometimes. And to see it is just, it's just so much. It means so much to me and it makes my heart uh, get emotional when I see them uh, hugging each other, loving each other, say, let's stand together and let's get this done. Let's do this for our wives. Let's do this for our husband. Let's do it for our children. And that's it for this week's episode of On the Picket Line. Make sure to follow Breakthrough News at BT Newsroom on Instagram and Twitter. You can find us by searching Breakthrough News anywhere else. 